Welcome to Be Still, Be Free. I'm Sarah Goody, and I'm bringing with me Monica Seeley. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Or whatever other day of the week you might be listening to this recording. It's a Thursday where we are. <laughs> We're coming to you from the past. <laughs> it's really the future. Oh, right. We are very prophetic over here. So funny. Hey, we are continuing on with our Be Thinkers mm-hmm. series, which we did confirm. We did confirm that it I'm is sure Be Thinkers. Seen now. That's right. And today we are going to be doing lovely and good report. Yes. Virtue and praise. So yes. that wraps it up. Yep. Um, those are the two recordings we're going to do. And then we'll also wrap up with our deep dive and in our women, women of the, the Bible. Bible. Yeah. yeah. So we're recording for today. In case anybody ever wants to know how we do this, this is how we do it. We just kind of sandwich them all together. And then go have lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Make a whole day of it. We say we're going to go exercise, mm, but, but it's usually too cold or too hot or too rainy to lunch, <laughs> or we're too hungry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> even though we snack the entire time. I know oh, we're terrible Lord, people. Mercy, I know. Like I'm really having a hard time. Um, you know, just side note with everything that has changed. One of my friends said it the best way ever. Leslie said it's almost like your normal is just a couple of seconds off. Yes. And I still feel that way. Just yeah. like Rylan going to school. And I feel like the beginning of the year always feels that way anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Rylan going off and everything, I do feel like my normal is just a few seconds off. And that few seconds is just, that's been my workout seconds. And so I haven't been working. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I was so on point when I ended 2018 yes. and I've been like, eh. listen, if anyone has some grace for being a little off with working out this start of this year, it is you. Yeah, sister. but I cannot afford it. I got to get back on it. I do. I just, and I feel better. You feel better. It's like my natural no, no. high. I'm not giving that to myself every day. So anyways. I've been working out, but I have not been outside. And you know, like that's where I really come alive is like just even taking, if it's just a walk and not a run or anything, like I just miss fresh air and sunshine and music in my ears. Yeah. So by the time I get to the end of January and we're getting into February, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm in depression. I want to go sit in a tanning bed every single day. <laughs> like I need sun. I need fresh air. I need the mountain yeah. you know, or the beach or the beach. Yeah. Either one is fine. Yeah. So tell us what you are bringing us today about lovely and good report. Well, um, so yes, we're talking about lovely and good report, but I wanted to back up because I had a revelation as I was preparing my notes mm-hmm. that we never talked about what the word think means in this verse. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> like we did a whole intro about like, Aww. what. I know it's kind of like might be a little important. It was a big holy duh um, on my part as I was preparing, (laughs) but like we talked about why it's so important in the intro to like focus on our thoughts and why we need to think about things from the way that God tells us to. But like the actual word "think" in Philippians four eight, I wanted to dive into a little bit. Do it. So the Greek word here means to reckon, weigh, meditate on, determine, purpose, and decide. Um, The lexicon further says to consider, take account, meditate on a thing with a view of obtaining it. And that's the thing that I thought was so key with um, thinking on these things. When Paul says to think on these things, he's telling us to meditate on truth, honesty, justice, purity, loveliness, virtue, and praise with the intention of obtaining those things. Mm. So it kind of like reminded me of the fruits of the spirit a little bit. 
Gosh, I can't believe you're talking about this. Okay, I'm just going to kind of fast forward just yeah. a second because, and I'll talk about this again. But um, I read in one of these that um, these words are the fruit and the food of the mind that is uh, guarded by the peace of God. Well, how about that? How about that? Yeah. So it's like you, you it's these things that we're meant to obtain, not just to think on, but to like embody right. and to take on. That's right. Um, the visual that came to my mind with the distinction between thinking of it and the intention of obtaining it is the difference between asking Jesus to heal you as he walks by or reaching out to grab the hem of his robe. Mm. And so when you think about meditate, like think on things that are lovely and good report, right. like think about grabbing a hold of his hem. Like it, there, good. there is a mental action associated associated with yeah. it. Um, and so this is the part that I think is so awesome too. The root word for the Greek word think in this verse is logos, which is the word used in John 1, 1 that says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Ooh. So the things that we think about, yeah, yes, that root word was, is the word of God and was God. And yeah. Like, which is all references Christ. I love that. So it all ties together. And I kind of felt that way when studying for my week that, you know, all these words are not just things that we're supposed to look for and meditate on, but mm-hmm. literally we can become these very words. Absolutely. Like we should be these words so that when people look at us, they see God. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not just something that's out there. Right. And abstract. It's actually something that we should put on ourselves. Yeah. It's almost like the more that we think about these things and obtain them and become them. That's when the fruits get manifested of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Um, um, Okay. So backing up to Philippians four, seven, it says in the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So Paul is saying that the peace of God will guard our minds in Christ. And he tells us what to think about, which all reflects Jesus and the verb of think itself reflects Jesus. So it like all ties in together. It's very intentional why he's saying all of these things in the way that he says them in those verses. I love too, that it's the peace of God Mm -hmm. that guards. Yes. Say that one more time. Peace of God. The verse. Yes. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. So I've all, that's one of my favorite verses because when you try to understand when you try to understand faith, when you try to understand God, when you try to understand what comes from God, like it'll just drive your mind back bonkers because we can't, we cannot take all that in. So I love the peace of God that passes all understanding. Cause if you try to understand it, it's going to drive you crazy. And that mm-hmm. doesn't put your mind at rest. Mm-hmm. You try Your mind is trying to figure something out. It was never meant to try to figure out, but the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your minds. And so when you think about, you brought it up when we recorded last time, something about anxiety, mm-hmm. worry, the mind, yes. um, the peace of God will guard your mind. Yes. When you, when God is guarding your mind with peace, you can't have peace and anxiety at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's like, man, if you think about that, God meant for our minds to be at peace, right. To be at rest, not yes. to be in angst, not to be in worry, not to be in anxiety. And then there's all of these words saying, if you'll focus on these things, you'll be able to experience the peace of God. Cause the peace of God's not fighting with all these other distractions. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, one of the devotions that I read this week, like just two days ago said, what goes on in your mind is invisible, undetectable to other people. But I, God, read your thoughts continually, searching for evidence of trust in me. 
I rejoice when your mind turns toward me. Guard your thoughts diligently. Good thought choices will keep you close to me. And I just thought it was just such a neat confirmation that that showed up this week as we're preparing to record again about the importance of this. Yeah, I love that. Um, So that's how we're transformed by the renewing of our minds is thinking on all of these things, the action of thinking, it's the word of God. It is God. It is Christ. It's just, it's just so cool. And then like Dr. Carolyn Leaf says, (laughs) the more you think positive things, the more positive uh, pathways are created in your mind. And it just becomes easier to continue to think. It becomes a habit. It does become a habit. Yeah. And your brain just starts to naturally do it because there's more of that pathway going on than the negative pathway. Absolutely. Um, okay. So moving on now to lovely, (laughs) what does it mean now that we finally got the thing out of the way? Um, we're going to talk about the word lovely. We probably should have done a week on think. Just think. Well, I, I don't, oh, there was, there's so much, but we talk about think every week that we, we talk about it too, every single so, time. Yeah. yeah. I just, that specific word, yeah. just the one time. Okay. Um, so the Greek word for lovely in this verse, this is the only time in the entire new Testament that this word shows up. It's the only instance of it. And it means acceptable and pleasing. Um, in it's a compound word of two words which means with regard what the first one is prosphiles and the second one is filio. So um, it's in regard to love. Cause we know, remember yeah. from our love series mm-hmm. um, that that means love. Um, Matthew Henry says, whatsoever things are lovely and of good report that is amiable, that will render us beloved and make us well spoken of as well as thought of by others. Um, the dictionary defines lovely as charmingly or exquisitely beautiful, delightful, a beauty that appeals to the heart or mind as well as the eye. Wow. Which I thought heart was interesting. Mm-hmm. Heart and mind. That's awesome. So if lovely means acceptable and pleasing as well as exquisitely beautiful, think thoughts that will remind you to wholly rely on God instead of yourself and thoughts that encourage you to be undisturbed by what's happening around you. Those are the beautiful things that will make your unfading beauty be of great worth to God. Um, and like one of the ver- your favorite verses that you talk about all the time, First Peter 3, 4, there's unfading beauty in a gentle and quiet spirit. Yeah. And we remember that gentleness or meekness are means that it's those that are wholly relying on God rather than their own strength. And quiet is stillness, being undisturbed and peaceable. Mm. Um, so those beautiful things and lovely things can be found everywhere that you look. Like, so if you're looking for things that are lovely to think about, of course, that means the Lord, like right. and of all the things of God. But it also is like writing and poetry and music and food mm-hmm. and art and, you know, how someone makes um, a really beautiful piece of artwork in the foam of your latte. Like right. there's right. lovely and beautiful things right. everywhere. Everywhere. You just have to look for them. You just have to look for them. And like, when you notice them, like kind of mentally, like check it off, Mm -hmm. like be intentional about Mm -hmm. it. When I was in college, I had a book called 14,000 things to be happy about by Barbara Ann Kipfer. And it was a, I say quote book. It was the thickest thing ever. It was like two or 300 pages. And it was only a list of things that would make you smile. Oh, wow. Like it was like, she collected over years, just a list of things to be happy about. It's not a Christian book, right. but it's just got some really neat stuff that you would maybe not necessarily think about. So here's some things from the book that she had um, listed okay. that I remember all of these like clearly. <laughs> and some of these, a couple I got just from the back of the book, the cool underside of the pillow, oh. like in the middle of the night when you just yes. flip it over and you're like, oh, that's happy. Yes. That makes it, that's lovely. <laughs> yes. That is so lovely. Um, Kenny Bunkport, Maine. Like what a fun name. What a fun city. What like, is that? <laughs> 
Kenny, can you say that one more time? Kenny Bunkport, the city in Maine I've that like heard of the bushes all go to every summer. Never and it's like it. Adirondack chairs and clam bakes and navy blue sweaters. Aww. And just the whole okay, imagery maybe not of the, the navy blue sweaters, but I think everything else would make me white, happy. White jeans and a navy blue sweater <laughs> and some cute flats. Um, caramel gelato, summer storms, oh, yeah. big red barns, 20 right. minutes all to yourself. You know what, for me, like, I don't know what it is. I love to be in a place where I used to feel this way when I'd come up to Cashers, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, babbling brooks yes, and they're crystal clear water. And every time I'm just like, I just want to get out and put my feet in the brook yes. you know, or in the Creek or whatever yes. it is. Or, and especially if it's in just a meadow and then if you have the big red barn in the back, I mean, it's just, just it even better. Yeah. I, there's something picture. about that. It's like most serene to me. It yes. just makes me want to jump out and splash. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I decided to compile a short list of things that I think are lovely. Um, the smell of fresh cut grass. Oh, I love that. Pine scented candles. Mm -hmm. I'd burn them all year long. Do you really? I I do. I mean, not exclusively, but I did not. I just love pine scented candles. Okay. Um, freshly washed sheets. Oh yes. Um, that really vibrant new green in spring, like before the leaves fully turn, like there's that bright, vivid Mm -hmm. green, Mm -hmm. um, a thoughtful handwritten note, Mm. um, in the summer when, with, when my kids have a summer glow and freckles all over their face, yes. um, having the scent of coffee wafting before I even open my eyes in the morning. Like I love that too. I don't drink it, but, <laughs> but love, it's a great So we smell. have some people living in our basement right now and it's crazy. She makes the coffee in the basement. I'm on the top floor. So, you know, third mm-hmm. floor, right? And the smell just still permeates. And I love it. I love coffee uh, scented candles. Like, oh, yeah. That I don't drink. <laughs> yeah, listen, as long as you enjoy the smell, you're, you're okay. You're in. You're yeah, in the club. Yeah. Um, but this book, I absolutely adored it. And I would spend countless hours just like highlighting things that really mm-hmm. stuck out to mm-hmm. me. Um, and so I just wanted to like encourage, and this will be one of my practical applications. If you're having a hard time thinking of things that are lovely on a regular basis, if your mind is not naturally bent toward thinking of lovely things, then start with just reading this book. Yes. Like just get a copy. I linked to it in the show notes. Great. Um, get it from Amazon. You can get it for like $8 now. It's a yep. paperback. It's small, but just like get it and just start highlighting stuff. So, you know, another Another book that is similar now, listen, it's a lot deeper and richer is the Ann Voskamp thousand oh, yeah. gifts. Yeah, that's and, true. Um, now, like I said, I, some people can read her easily. Other people, you know, mm-hmm. my mind's a little more simple. So I have the golden glowing orbs in the sky. <laughs> have a hard time with. I have to read it a couple of times sometimes. <laughs> but the concept is amazing, and it has made. I actually started a journal of thanks, and you know, didn't mm-hmm. keep up with it, of course. But a lot of these things we don't keep up with. It's just to. It's just to get shift your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I'll know when I need to go back, like in my journal, there's a place for notes or whatever. And I've just started like purging my thoughts, Mm -hmm. journaling. I'm not a big journaler. You know, I need to video journal because I speak a lot better than I write or it's just take as much time. You know what I mean? Um, But just jotting down those things to try to make yourself stop and say, okay, these were the good things that happened to me today. Looking for the, I I can't remember if I'm talking about it next week in my recording or if I just read it, but it was about stopping and looking for the miracles in every day Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's so easy to think about all the things that didn't go right. But Mm -hmm. if we can stop and look for the little miracles that happen throughout the day, it helps Mm -hmm. that mindset shift. Absolutely. I have a friend and she 
she she prays and she loves God. She's not necessarily like all in 100% following Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is the single most positive person that I know in my entire life. And yeah. she's had a lot of um, really difficult things that she's endured and is still enduring some really difficult things. But my gosh, I and I tell her, like, I'm constantly in awe of how positive she is in the midst of that and yeah. how she can find these lovely little things in the midst of some really crazy hardships. Yep. Um, and it's just, it's inspiring to me as someone who loves Jesus and follows him wholeheartedly. And maybe I'm not quite as, you know, reticent to do, I'm, I'm a little quicker yeah. to kind of fall to the other side yeah. than that. So it's really convicting to me too. Yeah. So, um, so I would start with read a book to have someone tell you things that you can think of that are lovely and then slowly start making your own list and like, well, and, and if you, Don't, you know, it's easy as women just to kind of lose ourselves in everything that we do. Mm -hmm. Um, The things that we used to do that we'd love to do for ourselves, we don't do anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Go and do them again. Yeah. Remember some of the things that you used to love to do for yourself. You know, for me, I used to love, um, and, you know, people are going to laugh at me for saying this. I loved Kenny G when I was younger. (laughs) I love music, right? (laughs) So I would just draw the, I knew you'd like, he's from Seattle. I would just draw, go figure. I would just draw the biggest bubble baths, uh-huh. right? And I mean, bubbles above everything yeah. that covered everything. Yeah. Right. And I would get in a tub and I remember in my senior year of college or junior year of college, like I had saved up this money and I went and bought a boom box, right? Like it was my first DVD player and, uh, or CD player. So proud of myself. Um, and I bought his Christmas CD, but I, like I said, I love like on Pandora, I have a film score channel. Like I just love yeah. orchestrated music. That's very emotional and yeah, you know, it's just gorgeous to me, yeah. but I grew up playing the piano and other things like that. So, um, I would get in a bath and I would just sit there for like an hour and just listen to this music Mm -hmm. because it would just calm me and I would be disconnected from all of the noise in the world. How many of us take the time now to take a bubble bath? Right. Because like, we feel like there are just so many things and so many distractions and we don't Mm -hmm. want to fill the tub and we don't want to take the time and first I had to clean it because I hadn't cleaned it in forever or go get your nails done. You know, I I get my nails done all the time and I don't do it anymore. So it's okay for us to, um, to make for ourselves. Like I'm a, I'm a very adventurous person and I will not skydive because, um, Chris has asked me to wait and I'm, I'm hopeful. And if he's listening to this hint, hint, I'm hopeful he's orchestrating this experience for me because I've waited for so long to skydive because he's asked me to wait until the kids are grown and out of the house. <laughs> but we were driving through Chattanooga and they have a, a hang gliding mm. um, thing up there. And I was like, talk about that. I'm going to drive myself to Chattanooga. I'm going to go hang gliding. Nobody else in my family is going to do that with me. Right. Right. But those kinds of things make me happy. Right. Like you see my face when I'm yeah. talking about it. Like yeah. I get so excited. So what are we doing for yeah. ourselves and not just looking at everything else that you have, to, you know, there are two kinds of people in this world. There are people who make life happen and there are people who wait for life to happen. Mm-hmm. And so there are people who make happy happen and there are people who are waiting for happy to happen. Exactly. And I, I just can't think of anything lovely until something happens. Yes. To me. And most of the time life, happy life just doesn't fall in your lap. Right. You have to make happy life. Well, and not only that, and I'm going to come back to your example of the bubble bath in just a minute. Okay. Um, but not only that, there are things that we are actively doing that keep us from meditating on things. Yes. That are lovely. So like most news stations that we watch 
are keeping you from meditating yes, on things that are lovely. Yes. Most social media news feeds, um, most girls nights where everyone's gossiping and trashing their spouses or talking yep. about people in it. Like there's, there's things that we are actively participating in yep. that we don't necessarily realize are preventing us from pursuing it's noise. meditation. Lots and lots of noise that keeps us distracted. Yeah. Um, you know, like we really do know what we can eliminate in order to keep our thoughts focused on lovely, pleasing and acceptable things. And the hard part is doing it, but it said we're given the strength by God to be able to do it. That's right. Um, I don't, I, I did a social media fast at the beginning of the year and I did mm-hmm. 10 days where I was completely off of it. And since then, um, I've still stayed off of Facebook except for our be together group. Yep. Um, but I just get on through the web and then like I don't even pay attention to notifications. I just close it right you back out. You on Instagram. I am on. So I, I pop on Instagram. Of Everyone's all of them, fine. Instagram makes me so happy. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not a time suck. Mm-hmm. And I don't follow people that would have anything contentious or. Completely agree. So it's just, that one's fun for me. And again, we would strongly encourage everybody to go through and clean out. Yeah. Who you follow. Yeah. If you can't unfollow people because they're friends, just mute them. You can yes, mute them absolutely. or like hide them from your timeline. Yes, I've done that to absolutely. more. If some of y'all knew who I was unfollow <laughs> muting, you'd be offended. Like, sorry, I love you, but not on I don't my social media. Be- yeah. I just can't. And we it. were just talking. I, I texted Monica yesterday and I just said, I think I'm almost to a point where I'm going to have to, mm-hmm. you know, unfollow uh-huh. this mutual friend of ours because it just doesn't bring anything good in my heart yeah. when I see things that are posted. Yeah. It doesn't even necessarily mean that person is wrong. It's just the way it's falling on me at that moment. Absolutely. And I'm in charge of the noise. Yes. And I'm in charge of the distractions. Since I did that fast and have really limited my time back on um, the things that I am on, I feel so much like more at peace in my spirit. My mind feels clear. I've have a goal. Like I've read already read two books this month. I have a goal of reading two just fun fiction books every month. Like I'm spending my time doing things that are more um, life giving to me. Um, So that that's the lovely side of things. Yeah. Things that are acceptable, things that are pleasing, things that are beautiful. I love that. It doesn't have you don't have to even over spiritualize that one. You don't. Um, And so the next one is good report. Um, it's a combination of two words that mean um, sounding well, uttering words of good omen, well spoken of and reputable. Um, the lexicon adds it's things spoken in a kindly spirit with goodwill to others. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the commentaries differentiated between lovely and good report, saying that lovely refers to what is lovable face to face, like things that you can see, touch, mm-hmm. feel. And good report refers to the absent. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sounds like words that we speak to others. But what Paul Paul is not specifically telling us to speak those words. He's telling us to think of things that we can speak. Interesting. Um, because, you know, we know from Luke, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So God, so Paul wants us to put the good report into our minds. So that when it's time to speak, the goodwill and reputable words will automatically flow out. Interesting. So don't don't say the things. Right. Meditate on the things right. so that you become those things so that they are a natural overflow when it is time to speak. That really reminds me of social media and the people we surround ourselves with. Yes. Right. Cause you're talking about good reports. So you think yeah. about that's a, that's an out of the heart, out of the mouth thing. Mm-hmm. So who are you hanging around? What are you listening to? What mm-hmm. kind of music are you putting mm-hmm. in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's um, good. A, a million people have said this, but our pastor brought it up recently in a sermon. You are an average of the five people you surround yes. yourself with or the five things that you read constantly on social media or shows that you watch or podcasts that you listen to all of that. Right. Um, so examples of how we do this wrong all the time. And, um, don't necessarily assume that these are personal. (laughs) 
reflections. Perhaps. Um, but one, like, so for example, if we have an upcoming call with a coworker or boss and they are massively irritating to us and we're like in a really bad mood about having to deal with this, we spend time mentally, A, begrudging the call and B, name calling, saying that they're idiots, like getting all worked up and frustrated about the fact that we even have to deal with his situation. Like how much time do you spend preemptively yep. in a negative space? Yep. Um, the second example, reading something in the news or on social media about news that gets you all fired up and you have this whole mental conversation with snarky comebacks and name calling and like automatic judgments about the person that posted it. Like there's mm-hmm. just not good report. None like of that's good report. The one in me, the Enneagram one in me, like uh, news is just not good for me. Right. I think I had lean, like, cause I'm a nine, mm-hmm. but I think I'm a nine with an eight wing because mm-hmm. I, it's ugly what happens in my mind yeah. when I see some of that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get I really, just, yeah, I can mm-hmm. yeah, I just have to, and, and we know that I'm like more of more and I'm not totally an empath, but I have right. a lot of that tendency. Mm-hmm. And so when I read stuff, like mm-hmm. it just sits and mm-hmm. sticks and I can't get rid of yeah. it. So I have to cut it, it off. Weighs you down. Um, or if your spouse has gotten on your very last nerve and you, <laughs> we spin out of control with our mental list of things they don't do, they don't see, they don't appreciate. We debate like, I'm going to go on strike and they'll just see how this ship's going to go down. If I'm not, you know, like we just, Monica, have you ever thought we, that before? One and two were my personal examples. Not <laughs> three and four. Off the top of my head. <laughs> but, but we all do this. Yes. We all do this. We mentally exhaust ourselves yep. and completely lose the peace of God that's supposed to be guarding our hearts and minds. Cause we have opened the door and let all of this yep. in. You're exactly right. Um, so I'm sure this goes close with, the gate, close the flipping gate. Um, I, I do want to put a caveat on this. Uh, this should go without saying, but I feel like I have to say it or a bunch of people will just come at me. I am not saying be uninformed or uneducated about life. Oh yeah. I am no. not saying stick your head in the sand don't and don't pretend, but ah. don't sit in it. Yeah. Um, we are called to be advocates. We're yes. called to be advocates for those who can't advocate for themselves and advocates of the things of God. We have to stand for those things, but no good will come. If you Fox news or CNN or MSNBC, if any of that's yeah, on your TV three or four hours a day, Nothing good's going to come. It from takes that. a very special personality to be able to listen to those kinds of things and it have no effect on them. I don't know anybody. I don't have that. Same. <laughs> I don't have that. Same. So, or and I'm a huge proponent of some junk TV. Yeah, but it has to be in very small doses. Yeah. because of the negative effect that it can have on yeah. me. Housewives. Um, when you're sitting on at a red light, <laughs> wait. Did you what? Hear me? I did. I was ignoring that. <laughs> I love them. I'm sorry. It's out there. Judge me all you want to. It's like the funniest thing to me that you love that show. It is so far from my reality, it is but it's so just not entertaining. You. It makes me laugh. Uh, Greg gives me a hard time about the housewives all the time. And anything on Bravo, really, I'm just going to say it. I'm whatever. This is who I am. I'm at 45. Y'all can just quit listening if it's you don't the like Seattle it. Seattle and you. But like he he and Paxton, they watch sports. They watch yeah. WWE, and I'm like, this is my WWE. Okay. Yeah, w, nothing like, is more on. fake. Exactly. True exactly. Than WWE. And I will I mean, never. Listen. I will never live the life of a housewife. I can't yeah. relate to it at all, which makes it so comical to well, me. Well, because it's not realistic. Exactly. <laughs> so there you go. That's Nobody my rationalization. Really lives that life. <laughs> but um, but just all of that to say, like, of course stand up for things. Of course, know what's going on, but just where is the bulk of your time being spent? Are you grabbing your phone at every red light? Maybe that's something you don't need to do. Like we just got to start freeing up space so we can do all of these things. Um, 
Okay. So practical application. Um, one, I'm going to add one in that I, um, didn't have. Okay. And it's spawned off of your bubble bath thing. Like it made me think like, what are some things that you used to do? That was just you, but before you got married, before you got caught up in responsibilities, before you had kids, what were the things that made you, you like one of the things that I love more than anything is like on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, like in April when it's like the weather's just warm enough, but it's not hot and humid yet. Like rolling down the windows and cranking up old school hip hop and just driving around. Yes. No destination. Like I'm going to go see this neighborhood. I'm going to go drive by this park that I know this here that I've never seen. Mm -hmm. Like just, just what are those little tiny things that you can do to just like kind of wake up your soul a little bit. So I have, I know you're an Apple music person. I just cannot navigate Apple as well as I like Pandora. I like being able to create my stations on Pandora, which I don't feel like I can do as well on Apple. So I have two stations on Pandora that float my soul. And they're not Christian. Um, <laughs> My what, old school hip hop is. <laughs> what not. is called Chicago radio. And so it is, you know, Foreigner and uh, Air yeah. Supply and Phil Collins yeah. and Richard Marks. But the, there's a little Bon Jovi and a little um, Poison and, you so know, Aerosmith. Like it just makes. And uh, another new song will come on. I'll be like, oh, my gosh, there's another new one. And I sing all of them at the top of my lungs. That is awesome. And then I created a Lady Annabellum station, which, you know, she's current, but somehow I've liked enough songs that popped up on this, that it's gone back to like old school Garth and, um, you know, like I mean, country music guys, you don't even hear anymore. And I love it. I love it. So Chris loves it. He's like, what station is that? Like he put Pandora that on his phone so that he can listen to that station. But those little things, yes. right? It just, just make, you can remember where you were. Every a song single will thing. take you back. Yes. A person, an outfit, uh-huh. a relationship, whatever. So it just makes you, it makes you smile. Yeah. Those are good things to have. Mm-hmm. Like the, take the time. It doesn't have, like we said before, it doesn't have to be overly spiritual. Like no. God created you and knows yeah. the DNA that you have in you and what those little things that's are right. that wake you up. Of course he makes your soul come alive, right. but there's other things that do that's too. Right. And that's, that's right. okay. Um, Okay. The other, the next one is like we said, make a list of things that are lovely. Like at the very least, what are the things that bring a smile to your face? Is it cat videos? Is it babies laughing? Is it like getting Did you to say cat videos? That's I, people always make like, that's always the first example of like cat videos on YouTube. I don't know. That's, <laughs> you know, they're doing a thing on Hallmark on Super Bowl Sunday, some cat bowlers, whatever. God, I don't understand. I don't like cats, but whatever. I, I, either. That's I, I feel like so I have funny. to appeal cat to the videos? non-dog people. Okay. Cause we've talked about dogs. Okay. Lot. Um, like if you get a sweatshirt on clearance and you bring it up to the cashier and it's an extra 40% off, right? Like, what are the things that right? bring a smile to your face? <laughs> Start making a list on your phone and whenever you think of something, just throw it in there yeah. and add it. And then just like make, ask God to help you pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. Um, number two, what things can you let go of or limit that prevent you from meditating on things that are lovely and good mm. report? We talked about that mute or unfollow people quit paying attention to some like hours of news all the time, what, whatever the case may be, you, kn- you really do know what those are. Mm-hmm. So just take some action. You on do. It. Um, and then ask God to begin to point out to you your innate habits that keep you from developing a thought rich life. Like just ask him to whisper like, Hey, that podcast you're listening to right now is probably keeping you from some like meditation on things that I want you to think about. Mm-hmm. So maybe like in general, it's not wrong, but for today, for this moment, mm-hmm. I don't want you to, you mm-hmm. shouldn't, you know, like 
just give God the permission to let the Holy Spirit come yes. and do that. And there are so well. seasons that you give up. Absolutely. I think we've all had things that we know that we should give up or feel led to give up or, um, you know, just like you with social media, just mm-hmm. taking a little sabbatical. Yeah, absolutely. Like God really wants you to succeed in this. Mm-hmm. Like he really wants you to, he yeah. will answer that prayer every time because he wants you to have work with the intention of obtaining lovely yeah. and good report things and things that are true and honest and everything else that we've talked about. So that is think, I love it. Lovely and good report. Um, before we close, I want to make sure I say, I haven't, we haven't talked about this for a really long time, but like, if you are enjoying our podcast, mm-hmm. we would really appreciate some ratings and reviews on whichever platform. And even like, I hesitate to say this, but share us. Yeah. You know, like share us on, especially if you find us on Facebook or Instagram or mm-hmm. whatever, like, um, you know, not being selfish, but we just, you know, want to see where God's taking things, but we, yeah. sometimes we might need your help a little bit. And so we share are us. super organic. We don't like pay for stuff or promote mm-hmm. stuff a lot outside of our own personal pages or, our, you yeah. know, the be still for, be free social medias are kind of low. Cause we just haven't invested a lot of resources or time there. Um, because I think everyone knows, like we just do this as a labor of love, yep. um, not for any income of any kind. So getting other people invested in what be still be free does is we really rely on you to do that. So we really would appreciate that. And you can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter and Instagram at be still be free. It's all really all the same handle. Easy to find. We'd appreciate that. All right. All right. Well, let's pray. Okay. Father God, thank you so much for this recording. Just thank you for the words of wisdom that you revealed to Monica to share with us, to our listeners. Lord, I pray for our listeners, wherever they are, Lord, just meet them where they are. Let them know that you're there. Give them peace that passes all understanding in their day. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.